0: Hello, welcome back to Can I Have a Word? This is another episode from the Archive. Y- yes, nope, I know. L- listen, life got a bit in the way, but we're here now, releasing those old episodes for you. So, yeah, it's a great one. We talk about things, lots of things. I mean, like every other episode. But this one is really good. I mean, don't believe me, just listen for yourself. On with the show. <coughs> Hello! Hello. And welcome to...
1: The 50th episode of... (laughs) I
0: forgot the bap.
1: Fifty episodes, and we still can't do this right.
0: No. Can I have a word? <laughs> also, happy birthday!
1: Yay! To us for doing fifty episodes, and and to you for listening to them. Anyway, uh, we are no. Hang on, let's do it properly. You are Harry, and and, and you
0: are Phil, and
1: together we are Harry,
0: Harry and Phil. Phil,
1: and we do this here podcast thingy where we have a random word given to us by a random word generator that prompts uh, a conversation that could be about anything, and it could go anywhere, and it can just kind of ramble on, or it can be very focused. It can be it can be whatever it needs to be at the time, and we can just talk about that and see where it goes. For about half an hour or so, really. Um, it's normally about 40 minutes. Yes. Yes. Uh, so, uh, without any further ado, uh, I'm going to allow you to press the button because I'm <gasps> nice like that. Uh, it's my phone, by the way, that presses the button. Boop! Self. Oh, what a very nice episode. Nice word. Self. Okay. What does the word self evoke in you?
0: Well, I, I my brain went straight to a BTS song. Do on. And there's a lyric that said, "You showed me I have reasons I should love myself."
1: Ah, oh, see now this is interesting. I th- I think that this this loving oneself and stop it stop sniggering at the back there you, I think is very important. And I know people can get really feel this is a sort of stuff that you know you hear. And I know I'm I'm you know as bad as anybody, but shows how far I've come and it shows that this is really a therapeutic show. Hmm. But it is very important to to follow the lyrics of of BTS in that way. As one says. Not not I can't think of not get some dynamite. Hey. See I'm I'm trendy. Um I think I was until I said, um, trendy. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ruined it. Ruined it. <laughs> no, what I mean is that, no, lo- loving oneself is important. I think if you need the affirmation from outside, then you're never going to get that completion that you need to feel happy. I'm not saying it's I mean, easy it, to do it. it.
0: It can be, um a first step kind of thing, having people tell you that you are loved, yeah, you know, having tell you, I'm gonna start again, having people loving you and tell you that you're loved and you're precious to them or yeah, that you, you matter can be when you very don't believe in yourself or love yourself. It can be a first step towards yes. feeling better about oneself and and you know loving well, yourself a bit more. It's
1: that thing, isn't it? If someone says something enough, you will believe it. Mm. And so often you can. It's very easy to have a negative mindset, and you just hear people thinking that you're you know and you people telling you you're stupid. If you if you are brought up in a in an environment, that I'm not saying you know if you're at work or you know at school or wherever that people constantly tell you even in jest that you're stupid or oh you're such a moron etc if you get that enough you believe it and then that's very hard to shift so then your sense of self is defined by what other people say to you but the important bit is to look trust be independent of that yeah if if that's what's happened to you, if other people have, have constantly tried to reinforce a negative image of yourself, then I, I would recommend trying to challenge it. See what it is that they think, or, you know, where, where that opinion is coming from. It's not necessarily a fact. Mm. But if somebody is suggesting a positive thing, try to... I mean, I don't think... Very often, people say positive things in non-emotional ways. Right? Work with me here. Yeah. They will say, "You are an idiot." Right? That is a description. It is. It is a, a, approaching a fact in the sense of I am saying something that has got you know a, a, a statement quality to it. There's well, no emotion to it. Let me. But if someone says, "Oh, I love you," yeah, that's not. That's not saying um, you are very clever. It is saying yeah, yeah, we like you the way you are.
0: Saying saying you're an idiot to someone can be very tinted of emotion though. Oh because yes, that yes, person yes. might be very clever but because they've done something silly or stupid or, or because they done something that offended you, you can say, Oh you're an idiot. No.
1: Well, some people say it I mean I'm I'm I don't like people using uh, and you will do this but uh, saying in in as, as a friendly form of endearment is, is something that's very common. Oh, you big idiot, or whatever, and you and you mean it in a in a, in a nice way. Mm. But it can also quote,
0: quote unquote insults insults in a nice and, way. Like yeah, exactly, endearing in, way.
1: exactly. And I think though it's although there is obviously the endearing quality and it's meant to be nice. If anybody's got that already negative image they don't hear all the nice bits they just use the word and then we we'll use it the the negative word
0: yeah i do that a lot but i think my generations do
1: that yes lot. and and does your generation not have a very good self image uh so it really doesn't help basically you're the problem <laughs> it's all your fault
0: oh oh uh, okay
1: now um i don't mean you specifically in case anyone's not clear Um, But what I'm trying to say is that this idea of insulting each other, I think, and I've said this on a previous episode, I think it's more important that we tell each other how much we like each other and say nice things. I mean, I, um, I will try to give compliments about people where I see them. I yeah. mean, yeah, I can be quite...
0: Not just because... because Not just because they think, think that they think need
1: it or because...
0: When you think something about someone and it's positive, you try to tell I them. do
1: try to say that. Wow, that's pretty awesome. And and be specific as well if you can, because I, it's very easy for people to... How do I put this? Assume just saying it. As in, people can say the word awesome hmm. so much nowadays and go, oh yeah, that's really awesome. Or that's fabulous, you know. But it's... You know, no, fabulous isn't a good... Fabulous is always a positive word. I mean, I just... You know, uh, uh, that's really great. And it feels very... You know, I'm just saying it because I need to be polite. Yeah. Whereas if you are specific and say, I really like this, this is the sort of thing that I like, it has these qualities, if you can be more specific, it can really boost somebody's Mm. self-worth. Because it's factual.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, And I think... That's what I'm saying. When you say something that's got that factual quality to it, it's got more power. Um, If, for instance, switching it round, someone says, "I don't like you," right? That's an opinion.
0: Yeah.
1: And as and and as as is often discussed on this show, opinions on the internet, people don't really respect, shall we say, at the very least. It is a they will. There's no. Um, debating about it I've got an opinion, well I've got a different opinion and my opinion is just as right as yours and so on and so forth if you boil it down to these things are undisputably true and for instance you do silly things okay, and these are the things that you've done you've just done a stupid thing, that is factual and this is why I think why it's got that power to make people feel negative about themselves whereas the other way around the positive stuff, we just say general words and therefore, it is harder to take as much power from it. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping I'm making sense here.
0: Yeah, but I think the thing with positive and negative stuff... Yeah. They are... Um, tainted, too. Of course they are. It's all a point of view, isn't it?
1: Well, this what is, is
0: Well, what... good and what is bad, uh-huh. what is positive and negative. This,
1: this is what I'm trying to say. Because
0: someone may say... Oh, you're uh, someone uh, curious, you know. <gasps> you're so curious about the world. Oh, I love your curiosity about the world. I love how you ask uh, so much quite so many questions. Yes, and stuff no, like that, that, okay. I love it. And then, it.
1: An ap- oh, and an then you have
0: Oh, I hate the fact that you're so curious. Why are you asking so many questions and stuff like that? So all of a sudden, you liking or not liking one quality about one person is telling them. Two different things. Yes, but
1: what you're doing there is you are focusing on the emotion and the opinion aspect from that person. If they said your curiosity has enabled this to be closer to the thing you're trying to achieve... Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Because of your curiosity, you've done this really good thing and this thing is what you want. Yeah. You're making it more factually grounded.
0: Yeah, but the thing is, your curiosity got you closer to what you were trying to achieve... But also, your curiosity got you closer to something that you were trying to achieve. But that's a bad thing.
1: Well, no, but how is it a bad thing?
0: Because maybe you're trying to achieve knowing about someone or something, and 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 it st- steers up stuff. You know, like you you because you're curious, you hear something you weren't supposed to hear, and then it creates problem.
1: Right. I'm not quite sure how this is going to work. Give me a context here because I'm... I'm well,
0: a... you can have a curiosity mm. and that makes you, you know, you're so curious about a subject that, and then you smash your essay because you've asked so many questions and yeah. read so many books that you know so much about a subject and it makes you do a very, very yes, good exactly. essay. Yes,
1: exactly. So if you say okay. to somebody, this essay is really good because of your curiosity, then you've said... a. a, a Yes. If
0: you use the same curiosity
1: in a negative way, in a
0: negative way, yeah, as in uh, uh, looking into your partner's phone uh, without being having given without being given consent,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, it breaks trust. Okay, because even if the partner doesn't have anything to hide,
1: yeah,
0: it means that you don't trust them. But in their mind. But it might just be because you're really curious about what's in their phone. Uh, but what
1: you're saying is that certain qualities can be used for good or for bad. So that does... But that's not necessarily an opinion then, is it? That's what I mean. If you... What we're trying to say... You, you can't make a judgment on somebody's qualities. You make a judgment on the results of those qualities. Surely. Because I'm sure Darth Vader was a very good swordsman. But, you know... he. he you, you wouldn't go up to Darth Vader and, you know, and, and, and compliment him necessarily yeah, on his excellent a, it, swordsmanship when he destroyed, you know... It's a fact, though. Well, exactly. Isn't it? Um, but what you need Why
0: to, shouldn't I compliment Darth Vader on being a great swordsman? Well, this yes, is true. He's a great swordsman. Fair enough. Yeah. He's also a massive... Beep, 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 beep,
1: beep, beep,
0: beep. Anyway.
1: Well, I'm actually saying that, talking about Darth Vader, I do think he is... Um, oh, how do I put this? I could have done an essay. I didn't about Darth Vader in terms of the complex characters. Oh yeah,
0: yeah it is.
1: Um, if you think about it, there's, there's an awful lot of depth in there. But it's people just assume that he's full on baddie. But
0: uh, yeah, but um, uh, let's not go there. To to go back really quick to my phone searching. Yes. It's bad to look into your partner's uh, phone. Yes. Without consent.
1: Yes, but that's what the issue is. So it wouldn't be an insult.
0: You might find out that uh, they cheat on you.
1: Well, this is true. So.
0: So at this point, is it good or is it bad?
1: Well, this is. The is th- it
0: is it better to not invade your partner's phone and be cheated on and being tricked, but you're happy because you don't know about it? Or is it better to invade someone's privacy? Yeah. Find out something you weren't supposed to know, end up breaking the entire couple, but you'll be happier because you're not going to be with someone that cheats on you.
1: Well... So, I
0: switched the sub- subject completely around. Yeah,
1: but. okay, well, we can go there if you want. I honestly think when it comes to relationships, yes, it has to be full-on honesty, and then you can make an informed decision about whether you're that sort of person. I do think the whole idea of cheating on somebody is a bit weird, Um, it's, it's going to sound a bit, I'm going to try and put it into words, but if, if you, if you're in a relationship and you're not happy and you can't talk to the other person about what you're not happy with, then that relationship's not right anyway.
0: Now sometimes it's not even about not being happy, quote unquote happy. Sometimes it's just, I just want to go and have sex with other people. I love you and I want to have sex with you and I want to have my life with you but also I want to have sex with other people but because most people won't accept their partner going to other people just for having sex kind of thing even if they don't have an actual relationship with them apart from sex a lot of people won't accept that because why am I not enough well because you know sometimes I want to Bang the neighbor, you
1: know?
0: <laughs> uh, and and a lot of people don't understand that I because don't. it's outrageous. You're supposed to be mine and mine only kind of. Well, thing. There's a s- lot of possession around your part. I again, I I,
1: I, I I think that's a social construct as much as anything. Yeah, else. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, no, but I think it, 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 I think that a, a lot of society sees their partners as theirs, mm. and so therefore, if you have me, you're not supposed to go and see the neighbor. Yeah, but then that's a bit toxic in a way because if their partner is yours is not them they're not themselves anymore anymore. as in they don't own ownership of themselves anymore you don't own your partner breaking news you don't own your partner yeah and also breaking news talk to your partner yeah because if you want to go and bang the neighbor Your partner might have no problem with you going to have sex with the neighbour. They
1: might want to join in.
0: They might want to join in. Who knows? But, you know, it's, it's, it's not because you think society sees something in a bad light that your partner might see it that way. You know? Yes, it's scary. And, you know, ask... Because you never know. They might say yes.
1: You wouldn't... I mean, I think it's better, to be honest, than live a lie. Yeah. If if you... If you can't... How do I put this? If you think your partner's going to say, no, I don't want you doing that, and you really, really want that thing, then you're with the wrong person. I mean, it's as simple as that. It sounds awful, but... It
0: doesn't matter how much you love your partner. If that partner is not ready to support you in every single... Um, contexts yeah, yeah. Uh, in every single uh, thing that might happen to you or that you want to happen why are you with, with them?
1: Exactly. Is it's it...
0: really hard to find the perfect partner that will support you through everything and anything but they exist, you know it's just you need to find the right person and most of the time people think too much about stuff and 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 assume too much mm. about stuff and in the end you might end up spending you know you cheat on your on your partner or something like that you don't talk about stuff and in the end maybe that partner would have said yes to you doing whatever you you did that was wrong in your relationship without you having to actually break the trust of the other partner so before you ruin anything talk to your partner Tell them what you want to try. Maybe in a sexual way, or in a relationship way, in your or in a life way, or in a work yeah. way. You know, because you never know. You never know. No. Um. I was uh, I was on TikTok the other day, and there was that um, lesbian couple, and one of the women of the uh, woman was saying, um, that the main sentence was, "How do you know your partner is the one." And she said, uh, my wife, when I was, I used to have a job and I used to, uh, we, we both have a job and we used to both have a job, but I, I went to her and I went, I've always wanted to be a teacher. A teacher. I think she wanted to be a teacher or something okay. like that. I can't remember. She's always wanted to do studies about something. I can't remember what. I can't remember, but she's always wanted to do studies about something to become something. And she said, she went to a um, wife and she went, darling, I really want to do those studies and be that. I want to stop my job and completely lose myself into that one subject that I want to study. and But the problem was, it was going to be hard because with one salary, you know, you don't... Afford the same thing, and you struggle a bit more. And being a student, you won't see each other a lot because you know studying is hard and stuff like that, you know. And her wife said, "Yes, yeah, go ahead, F- full on. I I'll do more hours if we need more money. But I support you a hundred percent into that sub- project because I want you to be happy, you know. And and I thought that is really sweet. That is adorable." And and she said, I'm sure that if tomorrow I wanted to make art out of rubbish, my wife would go and find me out rubbish. She would knock on every neighbor's door to get me rubbish. You know, that kind of stuff. And I think that's the point. I think you should try and find a partner... That supports you through everything you want to do. And you should support your partner in everything they want to do. Because in the end, if you're not with someone that makes your life easier, but makes your life harder, what's the point?
1: I completely agree. I mean, I've thought that for a very, very, very long time, that in a relationship you should both be wanting to enable the other person to be a hundred percent themselves and and encourage them to do the things that they want to do because you love them for being them yeah and so the more they are them the more you will love them so absolutely let them blossom and grow and be the person that they want to be and it's not a selfish thing it's sorry it's it's not a uh, what's the word selfless thing when you Sacrifice your no 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 no. It's not like that at all because they will be doing the same back to you, and it will be a and 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 the trick is whether the people you want to be and the people you are becoming are compatible. As in, uh, the the lives that you want to live are they practically able to be together? Yeah. And if if for instance I don't know, one person wants to travel the world and the other person wants to stay still then as much as you love each other, that's just not a practical thing that's compatible. Yeah. So, and I think that's what possibly holds people back, is that people are thinking about themselves, going, well, I don't want to enable them to be free and happy. I want them to stay here with me, mm. so I've got my needs. And I think that's quite toxic, like you were saying. That's
0: yeah, but if, if you really love that person, you won't stop them from doing whatever they actually want. Yes, you might both be in pain because you end up realizing that you have very opposite kind of dream life, Mm. but unless you can find a middle point that you're both 100% happy with, you, you, you know, you can't stop each other from wanting what you actually want, Yeah, you know, because... S- simple as that if one wants to go in the con- live in the countryside and the other one wants to live in the city oh, yeah. in the middle of a city there's one of the other that's going to be not happy so
1: eventually so you- unless
0: you live in the suburbs like right <laughs> in the middle between countryside and city one of you is going to be not happy
1: i say i don't even think even a compromise in that instance would even work because then neither of you is happy Because well, either
0: neither or you can both have you will both have to drive a little while to go to your preferred position. But what I mean is, I was gonna say something. Oh, yeah, and if one of you go, Well, I'm gonna make my partner happy and we're gonna both go to the city, well, one of you is gonna be miserable because all you wanted is be surrounded by fields and horses and stuff like that, you know? Yeah, and and you can't spend your life uh, doing everything for your partner or for yourself. Because you're going to make either your partner or yourself miserable. And that's not the point of life. You know, we have one life in the end. Yes. We don't have nine like the cats, lucky buggers. <laughs> um, is bugger okay? Yes, it is. Okay. I don't know. You know I struggle with that kind of stuff. Yes, I do. Okay. But they lucky, and uh, we only have one life. And so, um, if if we spend it trying to please everyone and not ourselves, or please nothing but ourselves and not a little bit of the others, you know, what someone's life is being m- miserable.
1: Well, so I'm gonna, uh, yes, I think though it is important to very much look after yourself, but not stop another person. Yeah. That's the trick, is that you can be selfish, but only if it doesn't restrict or slow down somebody else's desires to do whatever they want to do. I don't think that's selfish, because it suggests... Selfishness, to me, is is not just only thinking about yourself, but it is doing things... I don't know, maybe if there's... I don't know, there's only one chocolate left in the box. Mm. Selfishness is taking that for yourself. Mm. Because you are stopping somebody else having that last chocolate, yeah. But I don't think looking after yourself is a limited resource like that, yeah. Unless it is a case of, well, I, I have a chocolate fix and I am needing no. Certain things do not have a, a, a finite number, mm. and and looking after yourself, and I'm talking about physical health, mental health here. That that that, that doesn't stop you from and. Uh, uh, you know from from being from other people from being happy yeah. and and most to the point if you look after yourself and the other person sees you being happy yeah. and healthy yeah. they're going to be really happy too but then the idea is that that other person is then able to relax a bit more knowing you're happy that they can then be happy and you're both yeah. relaxed so yeah looking after yourself is not always yeah. as bad it, it's it's People think being selfish can be considered bad, and like I say, it's only really bad when you're taking the last chocolate and stopping somebody else from having it. That sort of yeah, when you're
0: deliberately hurting someone else or or, restricting or or restricting someone else. And also, we're talking about partners and relationships, but also it works with anyone. It works with your friends. It works with your family. I mean, if, let's say, your mother or father doesn't want you to move out of the house because they want their baby to stay home. It doesn't happen a lot, but it happens. Um, and you want to travel the world and leave for two years to be able to travel the world. Go and travel the world. Because they'll, they'll be okay. Yes, it will hurt them because you're leaving. I mean... I'm sure my mom is not 100% happy that I'm living in England. My mom lives in the south of France and I live in Great Yarmouth and so obviously it's a bit of a long time, it's not as in I can pop him for a weekend kind of thing. Um, and you know, every time I go to France and uh, we're crying and every time I come back to England we're crying. because. You know, we're very close to each other and, and it hurts to know that we're, we can't see each other as much as we want to. But obviously, I know because she told me that she's happy that I'm living the life I want. I'm, I've am i been wanting, I, I've told her that I was going to end up living in England since I was about 12. So she's had a little bit of time. <laughs> she, has about, she had about two, 10 years to get used to me not wanting to live in France and wanting to live in England at some point. so But, but, you know, I know that it hurts my mum that I'm not with her, and it hurts me, to be honest, but we both know that I'm way happier living in England than I would be being uh, next to my mum, kind of thing.
1: On a completely different side of that, we were talking about all the different contexts and where way you need to look after yourself yeah similarly when you're at work right this is a really good attitude and I I, I I was in a thing an online thing the other day that at work it is your job to make somebody else's life easier
0: mm.
1: that's it whatever job you're doing you're making life for instance your manager's job easier so they don't have to do the thing that you're doing and if you go in with that attitude, they will appreciate you more. Mm. Don't be, don't be. Oh, this is such a boring job. That's you thinking about yourself. If you think of it in terms of, I'm, what I'm doing here, is so that my manager can focus on doing jobs that he wants to focus on and he's able to do. So I'm taking the, um, mm-hmm. what's it, the pressure off of on on some level. Yeah. Um. I mean, and another thing that i'm uh, at work i was i was known for doing quite a few years ago was what they call delegating upwards which is basically my my boss's way of telling me that i'm telling him what to do and i would do that but that's not a bad thing hmm. because it, it takes the it, me, it means that my boss or my manager doesn't have to think about these things and hmm. i'm taking responsibility and i'm ta- I'm, I, I'm making I'm, I'm what's it called I'm, i've got the initiative to say look here's some ideas let's do this this is a solution for a problem how about we do this yeah and they will appreciate it so it's not like you've, you you are going to tell somebody you have to do this because otherwise i'll get cross or anything. it's not it's not like that yeah. it is saying in order for me to be able to take in order for this work to be done And in order for me to be able to do this, this other thing needs to happen. Mm. And I'm not in a position to be able to do this because I'm busy doing these other things. However, you as boss, you are in a position to do that because you've got that sort of authority, you know, and that is your role. Yeah. So I absolutely thoroughly endorse telling people above you what to do. I think there is a, what's the word, a way of going about doing it, but don't be frightened of it. Is what I'm saying, and I think this also applies outside of work. I think it's really weird that some people don't like being told what to do. Don't tell me what to do, don't tell me what to do. Where does that idea come from? Why is that a bad thing?
0: Because I think there's a lot of people that think it's patronising.
1: What does that mean?
0: Well, in, thought, oh, I think you can't think uh, about, you can't think for yourself therefore I'm going to tell you what to do because you're useless or hopeless or helpless so that
1: comes back to that negative mindset yeah. they're taking somebody's advice as a criticism Yeah. and that negative mindset is their own because they could have flipped it around in their head and gone, yes I'm aware of that I have thought of that one already um, and you can reflect it back to indicate to the person yeah I, that's already a way to do this yeah. So that they can see that you've thought of it, without taking it in a negative light. I don't think anybody who offers advice and help genuinely thinks the other person's an idiot. I hope. I would hope. If you
0: depends on the context, but yeah, no. It,
1: I. You, I mean, most
0: of the time, advices are, oh, you know, here's an advice, and then. Huh? Well, you're giving me that advice. No, just because I want you. To, I I just I'm trying to help you there. Yeah. But I think.
1: Do you think people don't like being helped?
0: Yes and no, because I think people might see help as either I'm being a burden, or and people don't want to be burdens, mm-hmm. or um, you think I'm 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 helpless and I can't do, I can do. There's an ego part I think. There's a huge ego part of, I don't want to be helped because I can do it on my own, you know. I don't need you. I can do this. Yes. Why? Why are you helping me? I can do this. Do you think I'm helpless? See, this is. You know?
1: I think that's a massive problem. I think we need to try to well, take the well. ego out <laughs> of what out of our lives. It's. It, I mean, everybody wants to help each other. No.
0: I don't agree. I don't think we need to take the ego out of our life. I think we need to have a more... uh, A less toxic way of uh, thinking about our ego.
1: Okay, if you like. Same difference. Because our
0: ego is what makes you love yourself. Your ego is... Uh, Yes. Ego literally means me. Ego. Yeah, I suppose. Yes, 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 that's what I meant. If you have absolutely no ego, you can't love yourself. Because if you have absolutely no ego... You're gonna think you're the bottom of the earth right, and yeah, you're no. nothing and you're miserable and useless and might as well end it. That's not what we want. No, this is true. We want you to have a, 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 healthy, a, a ego. healthy ego, a sane ego, a non toxic ego.
1: That can appreciate advice and help. It doesn't take
0: Know your a, qualities, yes. know your defaults. And when someone points out defaults that you didn't have you you didn't know you had, accept it. And accept the fact that, oh, I didn't know that, thank you, that way I can work on that. Or not, depending on if you judge that it's a good or not thing to have. Like curiosity, you know. Oh, I don't like your curiosity. Well, thank you for telling me that, but I think my curiosity has been more useful to me than it has been non-useful. Yeah. So, you know, accept criticism. May it be good or bad. Because it just... Sometimes people either, you know, people will give you criticism to try to gaslight you or to hurt you in a way because, you know, people can be mean. Don't but, be mean. Don't be mean. But, um, but most of the time, people that give you a criticism are trying to help. I know that sometimes you don't want people to help because you, did I ask? No, you didn't. But someone is giving it to you, so accept it. Because even if it might be massively biased or said in a way that is a bit offensive, try to take the emotion out of it mm. and try to see through the offensiveness. Yeah. Is that a thing? Is it is. Who knows? But um, try to... Because sometimes people can be clumsy with their words, you know. but Don't blame them. They're human. But uh, try to... Scratch the surface and see what are they actually trying to say.
1: Mm. I mean, we've, we've brought up social media many times on the 50 episodes of this podcast. Yeah. And an awful lot of people on Facebook and Twitter and, and the other ones, they um, seem to want to argue with you. because And, and, and people will use the smallest, slightest thing to, to try to undermine your argument. But what's important is to try to find out what is the root what is it that they're generally aiming at? You, you know, are, do they want, and u- ultimately, what is their ultimate aim? And does that ultimate aim match with yours? Hmm. If, if, for instance, I don't know, right wing people complaining about this, that, and the other—they just want a, a world and where everybody's an individual, hmm. and that, that, you know, everybody does th- their own thing, and somehow they manage to survive. Well. That isn't the world we live in. No. And the same way the left want everybody to work together. um, And as a collective, we all support each other. And as much as that sounds lovely, we don't live in that world either. Mm. So I think the important bit is to try to work out areas of common ground.
0: Yeah.
1: And from that, you can try to work out where the differences are and not see them as such, you know, emotional heavy you know things to fight and hurt each other and insult each other stop with the insults stop with the unnecessaries and let's try to actually find out what it is someone's trying to do if someone's trying to help you assume someone is always trying to help you because if they didn't want to help you even if it's their idea of help is making you somebody you don't want to be but if that's what they're trying well, to do in their head they're trying to help you
0: i don't i don't know if you're uh, yeah well yeah actually uh, yeah because um let's uh, uh, something just went ding in my mouth in my mind uh, cool. you know uh, homophobes yeah you know homophobes are racist people maybe not racist people but let's let's go with homophobes because racism is another thing but let's go with homophobes why don't they like gay people really what's the actual problem they might tell you it's unnatural yeah it's uh it's not good with my religion
1: yeah
0: it goes against god basically yeah Uh, it's uh you can't reproduce yourself therefore uh you know you can't reproduce yourself so if you can't procreate what's the point you know that, 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 all that kind of stuff there's actual concern behind that if you really dig it yeah. yes it's it's not well uh, brought to you yeah and it's usually brought to you with anger and insults yeah. and complete rejection but if you actually dig down what's happening? They're, what's happening is it's unnatural so it's scary to them I'm not saying yeah. it is what am, what they're saying is it's unnatural so it's scary it's, it's not the way it's supposed to be because that's not how you procreate and if you were made in a way so we can compare continue the species we're supposed to, to yeah. reproduce ourselves therefore if you can't reproduce ourselves we're going to all the humanity is going to yeah. dis- disappear so, so what we're so saying, there's yeah, this fear
1: their genuine concern is that the species the humanity will die out
0: die out and, and that is that is, it.
1: that is what they uh, they are in, in their head protecting, protecting the world this, the world so they're actually trying to do a nice thing i mean I'm, similarly Se- oh, second oh, on, one
0: really quick go on religious people it's against god so really what they're trying to do is stop you from going to hell yeah because they massively believe that if you're gay you'll go to hell because god won't like that yeah i don't think god is that shallow no i think I, I, i you know i don't particularly believe in 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 god i don't i don't know what i believe I know that I don't know is what I know, but you know I I don't I don't think it's a problem.
1: No, but what you're saying is those people who do have those opinions, it is based in. It's a
0: protective. Yeah, thing. It's,
1: it it's going to sound really weird,
0: but either they're trying to protect you from going to hell, or because they think you might uh, they they have children and they might get uh, 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 influenced by you being gay, basically. They'd want to protect their their own children from going to hell
1: but it it comes from and because, it's
0: important for them
1: well, yes, but it also comes from a position of love in yeah. the sense of they want to protect the the humanity from a going to hell and and b from being wiped out and and one is a religious perspective, another one is a more scientific one
0: well sometimes it's not even that sometimes is protecting you from society in general there's another one there's Really, I'm not really homophobic, but I know society is, so therefore I'm homophobic, you know. It's like, if my child is gay, my child is going to be badly treated by homophobes, therefore stop being gay.
1: Oh, I see. You know,
0: but but again, it's protective. It doesn't sound protective. It sounds restricting and aggressive and, you know, it sounds all that. But I think dip down, they're trying to stop something from happening... Bad, Something bad from happening to you or someone they love.
1: I'm, I'm going to bring it back to Darth Vader. And I was trying to say earlier, Darth Vader and the Empire actually want peace. They are trying...
0: Ba, ba, ba. They are
1: trying to create order and they are trying to make sure that there is safety... In the universe, unfortunately, they're doing it in a somewhat
0: Nazi way. Nazi
1: way, <laughs> right? I mean, the Nazis—perfect the example. They—they oh they had an issue. They—they they thought wrongly that you know Jews were bad, and so out of the kindness of their own heart, they thought, "Let's get rid of that menace." And yes, it's—I'm uh, not saying, <laughs> I'm, "Hey, everybody, love a Nazi." Right, let's go. <laughs> I'm not saying, but what we're trying to say is that their position isn't. I mean, yes, hate, but what is hate at the end of the day, if not such it's a strong? Fear. It is fear, and the fear comes from a position of worrying about that their lives is gonna are gonna get worse, not just for them but for everybody. Yeah. And that is if that's not love, we're I don't not, know what. We're
0: is. not saying, oh, l- love thy neighbour, homophobe. But oh, no, I, in a way, yes, yes, we are. that
1: is what Jesus said, going back to Jesus.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, we're not, we're not even religious. No, but, no, but know. it is in
1: there. And it is very true. When but, you've got people who have opposing views, don't be going in with the insults yeah. and trying to be horrible really, and personal. Because really, they, they're
0: trying to help you. They're doing it massively wrong, but they're try, in their head, they're helping you.
1: It, 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 the thing about this show that I've been wanting to try to do is get opinions on here that are different to ours yeah. and it's not because I think that we're right and you're wrong etc the whole idea of discussion and debate is to learn from each other and and enhance the amount of knowledge that you both have
0: no
1: I think problems arise where people have ideas and they are stuck and they don't want to listen to any further information that might contradict it mm. So it's all great having an opinion, but you've got always have to have in your mind that it is not the final opinion. Yeah. That you should have an open mind that allows that opinion to change and to grow depending on the information that is available to you. And with the internet nowadays, you've got all the information you can possibly look for. Yeah. The the trick, of course, is finding out which is actually true. So always (laughs) check your sources and, and check... That certain websites are not just uh, but, uh, pu- pu- uh, publishing complete nonsense.
0: I just I just had a, a, a thought right there. Um, also, intolerance can come from trauma. yeah because I'm just thinking you know uh, homophobia and everything we talked about yeah you know protecting and everything and, and at the bottom of the subject there is protection or love or fear. It can come from trauma. Because I'm thinking of my grandmother, bless her little soul. She was a bit uh, racist against uh, uh, Arab people. She was born in Algeria. French, but born in Algeria when Algeria was French. And when she was about 30 years old, uh, there was the independence war. And she was kicked out of her country. Yes, she came from French people. You know, it was a colony at the time. So French people had invaded Algeria in the first place. But she was born in that country. And she was... All she did wrong, basically, was being born as a French person in Algeria. And so from that trauma of going through a war and fearing fearing for her life, she ended up not liking Arab people. Or actually people from Algeria in general but at the same time uh, yeah because I'm thinking of that time where I when I was in middle school I was about 11 and I had a boyfriend and he was Muslim and I told her and she kicked me out of the house just for that day because she was really mad and the next day everything was fine But she needed time to calm down and process it because she had so much trauma around it that to her, every person that was related to either being a Muslim or from the, like, north of Africa was someone that she had a problem with, basically.
1: I've got a similar... I won't go into details because it's not somebody I... you know, But I, I had a discussion with somebody at work once... And they had a somewhat racist attitude towards uh, black people. Yeah. And it came from a position of trauma because of something that had happened to a uh, family member yeah. of theirs. Yeah. And it but been done by uh, a, a black, a black person. person. And because a black person had done it, she then applied the thing that that... to all black people as if it was an exclusively black person thing and you go no 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 that's not how it works you've just it just happened to have been one black person yeah Yeah, but she but because of that trauma she couldn't get over it and and trauma is it needs help and therapy and and and, and talking
0: but it's difficult when 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 you're not an older person you know when you're someone like my grandma that spent 30 years of her life living in a country as her own country, it was her country. She was born there, and and all of a sudden, someone tells you, "Go back to your country, get out of my country," and threatens your life and your six months old son' life. You know, it's traumatic because she didn't steal steal anyone's but the country. She was born there; it was her country. She was kicked out of her country, but you know, so I can understand that you might be biased in a negative way that way but yeah how do you tell someone that is sure to have you know if you asked my grandma she didn't have any trauma she i have loads of friends that are muslim or from the or algerian or from maghreb or whatever i'm fine i don't have a problem with muslim people oh yeah i'm dating one get out my house <laughs> you know that and yeah it's just it's really hard because also oh, elder people didn't weren't so used to talk about their emotion in that way.
1: So what we're really trying to say is, if you have issues, even if you haven't, I would recommend talking to people more, communicating yeah. more. They are well, saying it. We all need therapy. We all need therapy. We all should really be doing podcasts like this. Yeah. So find yourself a subject, even if it's ones you're not comfortable with. And just start talking and see where it goes. Um, thank you very much. I think on that bombshell... We're
0: going to wrap that We're going to wrap
1: this episode up. Um, that was...
0: Can I have a word?
1: Um, and um, this will be uh, our final episode for a while. We're going to have a break. I want...
0: The end of season one, End everybody. of season...
1: Yes, exactly. I want to thank Tony, my brother Elliot, Charlie, David, Hugh... Gosh, here we go. Tory Finn, the other Harry, uh, Gabriel, Tom, Neville, Jane, Sam, and Adrian for being guests on the show. We've had so much great fun having the guests on. I do like that, and when we come back, uh, whenever that will be, we will definitely want more guests. So, um, if you're listening to this and you think, oh yes, that that was um, a great show, I'd like to be a guest on that. Do let us know. Um, the Facebook and the Twitter will still be around. So. Um, do go on to there at
0: Can I Have a Reply? Uh,
1: and because we're we'll be very happy to sit and chat with you on there. Yes, we um, uh, But um, yeah, so thank you very much. We've covered an awful lot of subjects uh, over the 50 episodes. Generally, lots of things have come up. We've obviously covered things that are important to us. Mental health has come up an awful lot. Mm-hmm. Self care, like this episode has been quite a lot about. Yep. Uh, there's been an awful lot of Doctor Who. And there's been an awful lot of Lord of the Rings. Yes. I hope you guys like both those things. little um, bit of Prince. Quite Prince a lot. Of, well, yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I, I think this show will be back uh, in due course. Uh, but when that will be, we're not entirely certain. But there's 50 episodes for you to listen to. so please, we'll come back. We will come back. Uh, stronger and better and perhaps with a new microphone. But anyway, um, thank you very much for listening. That was Can I Have a Word, Season 1.
0: Thank you very much. And Bye. bye!